This is a HeadGum Podcast. The discussions on Robot Congress are for entertainment purposes and to help correct random people on the internet. Any law discussed is general commentary only and not to be taken as legal advice. Specific facts will always alter the case. Have a problem? Hit the gym and lawyer up. Hello and welcome to Robot Congress. I am Ryan Mickey Mouse Morrison here this week with Austin Goofy Donald Duck no. and Allie Donald Duck Rothman. Why'd you get Allie Donald Duck? How dare you consider yourself Mickey? <laughs> Donald Duck is the wizard in that fantastic game that I didn't play, Kingdom Hearts. I've been told by many people that I run a Mickey Mouse organization, so I will take the credit of Mickey Mouse. Uh, but that is all the segue and opening you get because this week's episode is about bum, 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 Pirates of the Caribbean and Disney. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. That was I not sh- a funny. It's not even funny. I just want to go on that ride. I really just want to leave the house. And I watched that video again of where the dad makes Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean for his and daughter. Puts it on the TV. Yeah, it's yeah. really adorable. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. We're sad. We're still in quarantine world. And, and the goal is to make these episodes evergreen where you can listen to it at any point and feel like it's the first time and that we're right there with you. But no, we're we're quarantined and we're losing our minds. So. <laughs> Ryan, people can already listen to the episodes anytime they want. They just might not actually realize what it's about because it's 10 years from the original point of recording. Right. So if, if you're listening to this in the future future, yes, we're talking about that quarantine. Yeah, uh, that because, one. But during this quarantine, the year won't stop being crazy. And yesterday, as of this recording, countless people ran to us and said, Ryan, Ali, Austin, you have to talk about how Disney's ruining the Internet. And OK, sure. What did they do? We, the we, great I- Mickey Mouse has laid sweeping claim to the entirety of all of your statements on the Internet, but more specifically Twitter. Now you're capping out a bit and seem a bit close So say that all again. The great Mickey Mouse has laid sweeping claim to the entire (laughs) kingdom of the Internet, which includes mostly Twitter. Can you go a little closer and do that one more time? The great sweeping kingdom of Italy has done the great mouse cleansing of Italy. Wait. Uh, Yes, and leave all those in. So, Ali, first, before we get into what Disney did wrong, I've never met anyone in my life who's a bigger Disney advocate than you. So, what did Disney do right, Allie? Tell Allie's us the wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt Disney. right now, actually. She literally is. She's wearing my shirt. <laughs> That's weird. Um, Disney does everything right. What does Disney do wrong? Disney is the happiest place Anti-Semitism. They ruined capitalism. They supported most of the bad dictators throughout the world. They don't pay their employees a good wage. Fake they- news. <laughs> They're not enough. their cast members. <laughs> and jokes aside, uh, I'm with you. I look past all that stuff, and I love going to Disney as much as anyone. Allie and I hold our company retreat at Disney every year, and it's it's just, uh, you know, it's a magical place on Earth for us. It, it's both good nostalgia, good future memories, et cetera, et cetera. But, boy, are they fun to hate, too. And the world's really good at it. So when they ask for it, when they do something, let's call it Nintendo-esque in the digital entertainment industry, where they come out with, what is normal laws and normal explanations and understandings of how the world works? They put it in writing or in ways that the internet goes on fire. Well, look, everybody knows that Disney is a super aggressive company when it comes to enforcing its IP and taking legal stances, period. 
Of of course, but we're be- just becoming more aware of it now as they acquire more properties. The tweet everyone sent me said from Disney Plus, by sharing your message with us using hashtag May the 4th, you agree to our use of the message and your account name in all media and our terms of use here. And they link to uh, uh, their terms of use on their website. Now, that tweet by itself led people into an uproar. What the heck? You're saying you own May the 4th? If I use a hashtag, you're saying I consent to your, your terms of service? That's not and how that you can use work. whatever I say and put in there for whatever nefarious purposes you have on May the 4th? Exactly. And, and let's be lawyers here. Let's give some good law. When you're forming an agreement, when you're forming a contract, there's offer, acceptance, and there needs to be consideration. Consideration is both parties are getting something out of it. There's a reason you're making this agreement. And offer is, hello, I make you this offer. And acceptance is, I accept that offer exactly as you made it. If you make a counter offer, that's rejecting an offer and making a new offer. So a counter offer is actually a rejection and a new offer under the law. Now here, what Disney did is they made an offer, basically. You use hashtag May the 4th, and I get to use it for whatever I want. Do you agree? Agree by using, you know, if you're using that, you agree. Now that's not okay. You cannot accept an offer by silence. You cannot accept an offer through an, an act of omission or, or anything of the sort. And there's no reason to think that people tweeting this hashtag would have even seen this tweet. But actually, that was people overreacting because what this is about was the original tweet where they said, celebrate the saga, reply with your favorite hashtag Star Wars memory, and you may see it somewhere special on hashtag May the 4th. Right. So they're, they're, they couldn't have set this up more clearly. It's just people took the second tweet out of context and went nuts about it. With the first tweet, they're saying, share a memory here and we, we might put it somewhere cool. We might promote it somewhere. And then their lawyer or somebody in the their intern who in the, the social media department who took a law school class probably came in and said, oh, you know, you should put a proper license in there. And then they made this second tweet and the whole world went on fire. Uh, but everyone replying to that first tweet would have been begging to be promoted under that hashtag. That's why you're replying yeah. there. Yeah. Share a memory here and maybe we'll share it. And then they made yeah. a second tweet saying, by the way, you gave us permission to share it by replying. And everyone said, what do you mean? No way. Yeah, it really is the case of, you know, because people see legal language and they say, they see Disney saying, hey, if you put this in here, then it's going to be okay for us to use it because that's what we said we were going to do. Uh, people freak out. It's illegal. Yeah, language. and I think it's people scary. took it again. They took it out of context and and thought, okay, if you use that hashtag, they own my stuff. But no, it was only in reply to that tweet. But they added that later, several hours later. Disney added the above language applies only to replies to this tweet. So maybe they were were they clarifying it? So I mean, to me, it made total sense based on the first tweet that if you rep- it literally says reply with your favorite Star Wars memory. It's not like if you independently just went and tweeted something for Star Wars May the Fourth unassociated with this tweet. This was specifically in reply to, to Disney Plus's original tweet. So I think the, the world just went nuts when the legal notice was posted <laughs> and Disney felt the need to clarify. And they made that third tweet to clarify. And that just made people more upset. And again, this is a, uh, you know, sound the alarm, Austin. We have the Internet is dumb award again to give out. And the <laughs> Wait, Internet is this is the dumb. president alarm? Can I say what? What I was really surprised by was how many attorneys came out and said, you know, this is entirely unacceptable. This is not allowed. There's no way that that this is going to hold up in a court of law and blah, blah, blah. 
And I, I couldn't disagree more. I mean, how often Bryce Blum actually had a really good tweet where he said, you know, pretty consistently, we see someone tweet out a live event or a horror thing that they're watching, or maybe a beautiful thing that they're watching. And reporters will reply to it. Hey, I'm Mike from NBC News. Is it okay if I use this? Please, please reply yes or no. Uh, now that is again an offer, and then when Mike, re- when Joe, who took the picture, replies to Mike and says, "Yes, I agree," or "Yes, I approve," bam, you have offer acceptance done. Consideration is Joe wants to be on the news, and Mike wants to use the image to make his news better. So that's a formal contract. This tweet by Disney, there was no affirmation from the people agreeing to it. However, I would disagree with that. I think with the first tweet, it says, "Write something here, and maybe we'll share it." The second tweet says, by replying, by the way, you give us permission to share it if we like it. And everyone says that's not okay. By my reading, it's clarifying the initial offer. I think it's, it is okay. And the, the affirmation or the acceptance of that offer is replying to the tweet with those considerations. Yeah, absolutely. It's the act of replying and doing the things that they said specifically <laughs> to do. How is it that we have once again uh, ended up on the wrong side of the internet of the internet's opinion? We're doing that a lot lately, but I actually just think, seem to think it's it speaks to society as a whole as this pendulum swings. Somebody makes a tweet about something stupid. Everyone gets irate. Then it turns out no one understood it. It's not that complicated, but it's also not that simple. And the lawyers come in or whoever else brings some clarity to it. And then the pendulum swings back the other way that this original group of angry people are the dumbest on earth. I really wish just society and everyone could take a breath before trying to ruin companies say, or careers. Yeah, I think I think society in general is just like asking to get fired up about something <laughs> and you snap your fingers wrong and they're going to get fired up about it. I, I mean, yes, that is, that is the case. Uh, things are very reactionary. Yeah, and like and big companies, it's just you know they've got a target on their back right now. I so. automatically don't like big companies. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's it's a built-in uh, bias against them because hey, they're big. How dare Screw you them. be big and successful and awesome and create? Yeah, the I don't go to Starbucks. The best memories of my life ever made. <laughs> yeah, and listen, it's it's not like uh, if this wasn't Disney, if this was some small mom and pop shop that that people decided to light on fire. That's how companies and lives are ruined when there's literally no reason for it. Uh, So check your facts, people. What is interesting here, though, is people kept saying, uh, what do you think? The hashtag's a trademark. You don't own a hashtag. Hashtags can't be trademarks, you idiot, Disney. (laughs) Or copyrighted. Uh, So (laughs) it's another award for the Internet's wrong again. I Uh, I have like this ongoing. We're going to add that to my list of common misnomers that people are just dead wrong about. Yeah, you can't own a simple word. Okay, tell that to Apple. Tell that to, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, no. any, any one word superpower. Because, uh, again, trademarks are broken up into classes of goods. So you Apple does own Apple for computers. But if they got into food, they would not own the trademark over apples in food. May the 4th be with you or hashtag May the 4th is actually a trademark owned by Lucasfilm, which is oh. owned by Disney. So, <laughs> oh, my so goodness. Everyone, so everyone's saying you don't own this. They do. They oh, no, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> but but they have they have three trademarks or or sorry I should say one trademark in three classes and it it is it's a little interesting to see what those classes are I think so there is no there are entertainment and social media classes of goods they don't own that here what they own may the fourth be with you in is stickers okay. shirts and fan club services fan club services so. They're not being too overbroad here. I don't think they're being ridiculous. At no time did they go around and say, we own May the 4th, no one else use it. 
They just said, if you reply to our tweet about your May the 4th memories at Disney, we might use them in our Disney tweets. Cool. And just to make sure you understand, we're going to put another tweet right below this one explaining it. <laughs> and then they did that. And the Internet said, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes were made. But the reality is every company does this. When Wendy's makes a tweet and then every and starts using all the replies and marketing materials, they don't make a tweet saying, hey, you're giving us permission to do this. They're just doing it. But they're not getting yelled at because they're not explaining to you how the law works. Great. I mean, it's it, it's so this and, was so, and you'd so silly. You'd probably be thrilled if they did it. <laughs> Right, and right. I didn't say anything. Yes, that's why people would do that because I mean they don't even say they just say hey you may see it somewhere special maybe they'll have some sort of you know amazing online art with people tweeting. So now that we've already run through the whole thing, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's talk about kind of like what this even is. Why are people using the hashtag May the Fourth? Like, yeah, what, what is, is May the Fourth? That's a very fair criticism. We never <laughs> actually. <laughs> I think we all on? just assumed that people would know what May the Fourth was, which, which is. is wrong of us yeah and we're all uh, we literally all the three of us are all on about three hours sleep and we were all up to our respective 6 (laughs) a.m's in our time zones and we've been dealing with all of the world shifting their minds money and resources to digital entertainment where we work so none of us are sleeping and bear with us and we love (laughs) you all may the fourth Uh, is styled after may the force be with you as obi-wan did say to the death star no, that's eh, you know what we'll go with it. Uh, but but may, yeah, exactly. That's literally all this is. May the fourth became an unofficial Star Wars fan holiday after May the Force be with you. May the fourth be with you became a thing, and May fourth, cool. So Disney trademarked May the fourth be with you. Now Disney does not own, nor do they even claim to own May the fourth. They don't own the date. They don't own that name in any context. <laughs> that didn't even occur to me. At no point did they come out and say, May 4th is ours. Now anyone having a barbecue on May 4th, we get a hot dog. No, Disney does so much wrong, you can yell about this ain't one of them. Uh, I'm also going to play Snopes.com. Am I old? Is Snopes not a thing anymore? I don't know what Snopes is. I don't know what the hell that is. Wow. All right. So Snopes was my Bible as a kid because I I, still know what it is. I am. I'm explaining it. I am. I am what you would call a storyteller. Uh, where you go around and I lie a lot, right? Just to have yeah, fun. you tell stories, so right? You're a lawyer. I'm kidding, but uh, oh! but really, I, I am one who would like really dive into tall tales or or like, oh, there's a. What do you mean? There's a, uh, you know, one time this guy over here was a murderer and then he didn't have a back of a head when he wrote a ticket to the cop. It doesn't matter. But Snopes.com is the website that went around and found every internet rumor, myth, suburban legend, everything. And they would do the research and determine whether it is suburban true or legend false. or urban legend. The suburban ones are a lot more boring. <laughs> That's not true. Seriously, though, like just is laugh that at my a damn suburban joke. legend. I don't know what he said. It doesn't the matter. Suburban I mean, legend. Did I say the suburban legend? No, no, but now nobody laughed at mine. Well, well, we live in a suburb. You literally so a... called it the suburban legend. I don't know if that's true. You you did. It's fine. I made a joke about it. We can keep going. We'll just cut all of it if I said something stupid. I don't know what you said, and I don't think you it was stupid. Even if, even if you said legend. Suburban Legend, I don't think it was stupid. Is Suburban Legend's a thing, right? Yeah, sure. Is it? No? I don't know. <laughs> I know Urban Legend's a thing, and that just means that the suburbs got left out. <laughs> now we're going to Google Suburban Legend. Really? We could just move past this. Yeah, let's move past it. <laughs> suburban Legend's a band name, and it's such a dope band name. It is. It is. It's wow, it really is. Band. That's a, That's all it is, but what a good name. Uh, but anyway, brilliant. 
Snopes was the website and is the website that goes around and they take every internet rumor, myth, urban legend, whatever it might be. They do the research and they say this is true or this is false. It's amazing. And it disproves so much of this. So much of like, did you know that oh, Disney tried okay. to own May the 4th? Snopes would do an article and say, no, they didn't. Here's what happened. Uh, and they would walk through, walk through it. The, the, well, my New York came out real bad there. <laughs> 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 Try to walk through it. But this is even more relevant here in terms of what's real or not, because there is a screenshot going around that I would wager is going to wind up false on Snopes. There's somebody saying Disney terminated my Twitter account because I screen capped their tweets and tweeted it and that they DMCA my tweet. Yeah, the person the person says, oh, my my account's been locked. They have a screenshot of their account being locked and they put it next to their taking of the Disney tweet. And people put that together because that's the way they intended saying, oh, DM, uh, Disney DMCA'd them and got their account suspended. But and, that's actually not why. No. And and if they had done that, they would have done it to many others. So many people have screenshot those tweets. And I, I think it's just this whole thing is just defamation and ridiculous and nonsense when there's but so that, much unfortunately, to that's upset about. Of, but unfortunately, that's the kind of misinformation that gets spread around. And that's why it's always important to try to find sources. Don't just believe Facebook headlines. Yeah, Disney is not the devil. Uh, well, I mean, it, well, it, still, it, it still can be. Uh, <laughs> Disney is the devil that like gives you a car for your soul, and you really want that car. It's like hell yeah, I'd go on Splash Mountain. <laughs> uh, that's fine. This is fine. What's really interesting about this is that they have the right to enforce this in some capacities, even if they don't own a trademark for social media. They own a May the Fourth trademark. They can enforce this a variety of different ways. Uh, what we do at the law firm with with uh, the plethora of clients that we do brand protection for, again, Ali's background is intellectual property and brand protection as an attorney. Austin is is jokes aside of how the characters we play on this podcast, Austin runs <laughs> our brand protection department. He's not an attorney, but he does all of the online enforcement for various companies. And obviously, I'm no slouch with, with trademark law as well. Uh, but the, the reality is just because you have a right doesn't mean you have to enforce it. One of the reasons Austin runs our brand protection department instead of the billions of computer programs out there that can DMCA the internet or troll the internet for infringement is because you you need a human element and human touch of when to enforce and when not to enforce. And Ali and Austin, since you both kind of work in that department far more than I do, do you just each share some opinions on this and and the PR nightmares you've seen companies go through or not go through because they made the right calls? Well, it's really easy for, I don't know, like if, if you have an image that you want protected, if there's an automated element in it, it's really easy for, let's say, that automated element to take the image down off of an article that you liked and that you wanted to, you know, be up and be visible for people. Whereas a person might not make that mistake. A person knows, oh, this is an article. They can reason that, hey, this is like good PR. And uh, the client actually wants their content on here. That way, you know, they get more traffic. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the issues that we face with clients are, like Austin mentioned, certain instances where you have the right to take stuff down, but it may not necessarily be the best decision for PR, for your brand. I mean, take fan accounts, for example. Um, you know, our clients and companies I've worked with, you know, they all acknowledge that the reason they exist and the reason they do so well is because of their fans. So the last thing they want to do is go shut them down. Um, but that's why it's particularly interesting that Disney has the trademark for fan accounts and for fan club services. Um, you know, they're not necessarily or they aren't necessarily going to enforce against it, but they're securing the right to do so and control how fans are using that brand. 
Yeah, because on top of just being able to shut down others, they're just putting themselves as the top of the totem where they can't be told what to do with it. You know, May the 4th is their Star Wars thing. We own it for fan club services, but you guys can all go do whatever you want. We just don't want anyone else to have that power. That's totally reasonable. And that's something we walk our clients through, like Ali said and Austin said. Uh, There's also just the reality of when those fan accounts get too much. Uh, some of the hardest conversations we have with the influencers we represent or the cosplayers or the even the the big brands, the, the, the jewelry stores, to fashion companies, to software companies, you know, we have to talk them through. Uh, yeah, this is a fan page, but now they're putting up YouTube videos that are stealing your stream and, and putting that up. Or, yeah, they're a fan page, but now they're selling T-shirts. And at what point is it too yeah, much? It's a, it's yeah, a, it's a fine yeah, line. Or they're oversharing about your personal life because they're such a fan. I mean, it's just, again, a matter of having the ability to control it and not necessarily the obligation to control it. That's, Which, why, that, that's why you have to control the force and use it responsibly. <laughs> that's that's right. The force must never be used it's in It's May the 4th, not must the 4th. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but Josie's side, like, I, I'm always surprised when Disney has such a litigious... Uh, reputation because Disney, I actually think handles legal better than most. I think that, yeah, I mean, obviously they have a full army of lawyers and all they do all day is destroy people's lives and take <laughs> over the internet and take over copyright law and everything else. Uh, for those who are not aware, we literally extend copyright law in Congress as America, as our national law. Every time Mickey Mouse is about to expire, we've extended the law. Rather than let Mickey Mouse become public domain, we've extended copyright law. We refer to it casually as lawyers as the Mickey Mouse law. It is it is going to happen again, almost certainly, when Mickey Mouse hits hits its lane. Now, is, is that because soon. we love Disney and Mickey? No, it's yeah, it's because we love Disney and Mickey. It's not because Disney gives the Congress a big jillion dollars every six months. But okay, I just wanted uh, to be clear. Yeah, it's hundred percent. Everything's above <laughs> board. Uh, but, but the, the reality is, yeah, uh, I don't know when Disney expires, but we'll, we'll have to look into that. That'll be interesting on another episode. So what's interesting is like Disney's normally really good about this stuff. Nintendo has made mistakes in the past when they've released their streaming revenue share and everything else. Uh, Nintendo sometimes steps into the limelight of like, look how, look how much we're suing Disney. <laughs> you got a DMCA fan art. Yeah. I mean, like they're they're so known for being like for for widely enforcing their IP that I, I saw this meme the other day. It said, "If you're ever going to make a sex tape, you should do it with Disney music in the background, so that Disney, so that it doesn't go public, because <laughs> Disney's going to DMCA the crap out of it." Which Disney movie would you use for your sex tape sex tape theme songs? Oh That's no, for another episode. Fair, fair enough, Allie. Another episode. Uh, but we are in a position. No, sir. But basically, Disney messed up here, and that's rare. Hundreds of people die at Disney every year, I think. We wouldn't know. We don't hear about it because they're really good at not having PR nightmares. But they did here, and really not their fault. I just yeah. think the internet sometimes latches onto things to get mad about for no reason. Well, that's because they don't hear yell. about the hundreds of people dying at Disney, so they have that, to latch that, onto something. That's right. So, Austin, <laughs> Ali, thank you for being upright long enough to do this uh, quick little episode. If you want to follow the show, you can at robot <laughs> underscore Congress. You can follow Austin at robot Austin. You can follow me at Morrison. You can follow Allie at Allie Rothman. And you can also just give us five stars and subscribe to the show. Ryan, I want to thank you for coming to the magical world of robot Congress. I'd like to thank all of our listeners for listening <laughs> to our me? silky sweet dulcet <laughs> tones. 
but not Allie. Let's make serenade you to sleep. Allie. Oh no, no! I appreciate you thanking me because I already thank you and Allie. I understood, but Allie demanded yes. double thanks. Allie, I have no problem thanking you. I appreciate your input here, and thank I think you. everyone does. Everybody well. for everything ever. That's the first time Allie's ever thanked All me. All the anything. time, <laughs> even if you're included in everyone. <laughs> Allie's only said one nice thing to me, two nice things to me once. One, once, and they were both presents. Once I got her a painting of her dog <laughs> that she said was the nicest thing anyone's given her, and then I got her the the Groot Chia pet that she had bought me for my birthday three weeks earlier, I gave back to her on her birthday, and she said it was the nicest <laughs> present she also got ever as well. Allie so, once got me a Secret Santa gift that was fantastic, and then she told me that there was another <laughs> one coming, and I kept waiting for it, and it never arrived, and I think she just did that as, like, a joke. Which Wait, really seriously? Cool. It never it's arrived? Like the, it's like the thing where it's like, oh, yeah, 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 I know your wedding present's in the mail. What yeah, no, no, no. It's like I got the I got this great, cool set of dice <laughs> that I loved, and then she, and, I'm, and I'm like, thanks. And she's like, oh, and there's something else coming. And but I kept, seriously, I kept, you never got I kept it. Checking I the actually mail ordered you a for second days. Thing. No, I did. Why did you not tell me this earlier? I bought she you something. Not. I did. I mentioned it a few times, Allie, and then I kind of gave up because you I just, ordered no such thing, Allie. Um, I, I ordered wanna... two things. Prove it. Prove everyone listening wants. Did to you prove have this whole time? You thought that I was the cheap secret Santa. I, well, I, I mentioned yeah. it a few. I, I didn't think it was cheap because because the the dice that you ordered were within the were you know were like within the cost thing. So I thought right. that was, yeah, right. like, but then you yeah. told me that there were other things. They were within the cost thing. Like at, why would after I what we agreed to spend? But well, I don't know, Allie, because I mentioned it a few times. And Allie, the podcast. Oh, shit, now I have to ask for a refund from yeah. Amazon. Yeah, you should. Austin, do you agree that the, the the podcast listeners deserve to see a receipt? I, <laughs> I want to think... see Allie's order date, and I want to see the receipt, <laughs> and I want to tweet it out. I think this needs to be Twittered, yes. Uh, bye, there Greg. are thousands of people listening right now, Allie. I got you, you a plushie. Allie, this is the, this is the time I to come clean. I got you a plushie. Thousands of people are going to... She did not get you a plushie. You, what you think I would know episode? what all the D&D stuff is if had I not shopped in depth for you? You got me a plushie? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. She did not get you a plushie. <laughs> Goodbye, Craig. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.